Hello and welcome to the Bridge Set Sound Shop Podcast. My name is Steve Harner and I'm here with... Matthew White. What's up? And we are planning, at least, to bring you this at the beginning of every month uh, to talk about all the craziness that comes along with running a music store in a major city, uh, as well as to inform you of and invite you to all the events that we do uh, throughout every month. Uh, so let's get right into it. For this first episode, uh, our guests are each other. And we're just going to uh, introduce each other. Hello, and, baby. And uh, that wonderful creature is Matthew White. I'm so, a creature. That's welcome. It. <laughs> welcome to your job. <laughs> Thanks, bro. I'm off today, too. <laughs> he is. It is Thursday. His day off. I don't work behind the desk on Thursdays. <laughs> but Matthew, uh, he's our shop manager. He's here pretty much every day except for uh, Thursdays at the moment and, uh, and Sundays. Sunday. Sunday, yeah. Uh, but how did you start working here, sir? I walked in and I played guitar, and you said that kid's got moxie. Oh, you're hired, kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it's like kind of true. Uh, for the most part, uh, I was actually unemployed for a little bit at the time, and I just was walking around South Street with my buddy Hassan. Remember him? I do. I bought some drumsticks one time. What you opened up, up late. I was like, what up, son? How you doing, dude? <laughs> but he. Uh, we were walking down the street, and we were like, yeah, when did a music store happen to like pop up here? Just like everybody else does like every day. It was like, dude, when did this get here? And, but it was like when you guys just opened up like six months after. And uh, I walked in, and I was just like, oh, look at this spot. I got a couple headphones and a couple skateboards hanging on the wall, <laughs> like maybe two ukuleles, but whatever, cool. And I just like walked back. I was going to say, someday we might uh, uh, post a picture of what the store looked like when we first oh, opened dude, and when great. Matt would have been coming in. There was, as he's mentioned, about four things for sure. There was an AC30, like a, like a $1,200 amp that was like as big as a house sitting in the corner, a couple plants and like one uke. <laughs> it was awesome. I loved it. I was like, this place is great, man. But I, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, I walked back to my house up in Fishtown at the time I was living and... Yeah, and I just kept walking throughout the city, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to go out and just explore. I don't have a job right now. I'm looking for one, so let's go see what's up. So I would just walk in the shop like every, what, like every other day, if not every day, and just like stop in, say, hey, what's up, play guitar for a while. Tao would sit behind the desk, and I thought she hated me. I swear to God. Like, everybody I told me. she hates me. <laughs> yeah, I think she, <laughs> she hates us. She can't do her Tina podcast. Love you, baby. <laughs> but she, uh. I would sit there and I would just be like, uh, I would pick up one of those GNL guitars, the electrics, mm -hmm. and just shred on the uh, AC30, put some pedals <laughs> in it, just like, just record videos all the time. But uh, I just kept coming in. It was like maybe about six months or so of like that. And then somehow you had my number and I had your number. I don't know how. <clears throat> I don't know either, but it was in my phone as Steve Harner. So apparently I took the time to write your <laughs> name out. And I was like, I don't know this happened, but it was a Tuesday night. It was like 1230 AM. It was late. I was just about to go to bed. That's early. <laughs> and I hear my phone ring. And I'm like, who the, who the hell is calling me at 1230 at night? And it says Stephen Harner. And I was like, who is that? Oh, that's the dude from the music store. Okay. And I pick it up. And he goes, what are you doing next week? And I was like, let me check my calendar. No job, nothing. <laughs> I'm not doing a damn thing. And he said, yo, you want to go on a trip with me to go check out some um, school installs? Like uh, doing lab and st stuff, like uh, little MIDI cables and whatnot. He's moving his hands like he's playing a keyboard. Yeah, you guys saw that, right? <laughs> Good. Uh, but I was like, yeah, dude, I'll do. I'll totally do that. We went like Rhode Island, like Connecticut, New York. I think it was uh, stops in maybe yeah, New York. I think we went from Long Island to Connecticut, um, and then to Massachusetts. 
what was it? Was it like the Black Cow? That sick restaurant we found in like Rhode Island. Yeah, or something? yeah, I think that was uh, a Massachusetts one. I don't think we were in Rhode Island. I think we might have driven through. I just Rhode really Island. wanted to say Rhode <laughs> Island. It just felt right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're on the road and we were on some islands. Okay. So. <laughs> oh, when we were in that big stretch of road going to like a, we took the ferry that time instead. Yes. We were just like driving on like a limitless highway. And we're like, dude, this sucks. Yeah. Let's <laughs> just get on a ferry yeah. and go across. If you ever need to get from Northern Long Island to, I think it is Southern. Uh, Connecticut, take the ferry, which is what we did, and that's really, I think, where our romance uh, blossomed and where we really bonded with. Yeah, the Honestly, hair in the air. Uh huh. Yeah, he was behind me. I put my arms up. It was, be- it was beautiful. <laughs> it we was did not sink. We did. <laughs> it was a really, really pretty view, though. Like it was. We were, it was like what, like two hours or something like that. Yeah, like yeah, a bunch of people right. just drove their cars up, and people were just we got like hamburgers and hot dogs from a yep. crappy stand. Yeah, <laughs> a <little> microwave ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But we were driving through all that and um, like just helping them like just like oh I just need someone to help me out and put like CDs in the into the computer and just like install Ableton or or what was it uh like Pro that's Tools? right um uh, I Something? think the exact instance you're referring to would be installing Mixcraft on ah. about twenty thirty computers that were being staged in one room while the construction workers finished the room that they didn't finish that we were supposed that, to go into that was the last one yes that was the best dude. These computers from like 1998, <laughs> and they couldn't like handle the software, so it took forever. Yes, and they, yeah, and they were building the school. There was like like uh, what's that pink stuff they put in the walls? Like a insulation. Oh, the insulation. Yeah, it was just <laughs> like live out. wires just <laughs> dripping <laughs> like, the what, ceiling. Like, dude, when are you guys opening up? It's like the end of August. We're like, yeah, like a couple weeks. Like, <laughs> we're only dude. three years behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like everyone's taking a break. Everyone's just like sitting in overalls. Like, yo, man, screw it. <laughs> but we, uh, yeah, we we did all that and uh, drove on the road. I had a Roy Rogers burger for the first time because of <laughs> and you. The last <laughs> and the last thing is it tastes like dog food. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, then after that, when we came back home, um, I think you hit me up and you were just like, yo, sweet. You want to work at the shop or, like, you just want to come in and just, like, I don't even know how that actually happened. I just want to say, like, you were like, oh, come in on Mondays. Yeah. It was just kind of like a kind of, it did blossom from there. It did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, we, again, to recap, we, we drove, um, from Philadelphia up and around the ferry, the car was on the ferry. So, and and these jobs, uh, this is actually what I've been doing since 2009, <laughs> building these uh, music tech labs and schools. So these jobs, when you're with someone, you eat every meal with them, you stay in the hotel with them, you drive mm-hmm. from the job site to the hotel or wherever you're going with them. And so, if I might add, within like one day, we were drinking seltzer and hanging out in our underwear and in yes. two different beds. It's like, yo, bro, what's up, man? <laughs> Some playing on our phones and stuff. Have you heard of Thrice? You know Paramore? <laughs> like Let's that, listen dude. to both. What's auxiliary tracks do? What does that mean, bro? <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful. It was. So I don't, I don't remember either what uh, led to your first day in the shop other than, hey. Ah, oh, wait. It was because uh, when we came back from that, I think the Franklin Flea, and you yes. asked me to do that because we're like, oh well, you we went on the trip, and we need someone to do that because we're both here at the shop, and you're at the Franklin Flea, uh, Ethan Market, right? Yes. Yeah, and I remember uh, Tao came in, and I didn't really know Tao or like you. I might have known you. Maybe that was before. I don't know. But we got some Gatorade, and I was just like, these people are <laughs> extremely sweet. <laughs> All I really wanted to point out there is that I got White Glacier Gatorade for free, and I thought that was very cool. White Glacier, shout out to Robbie, our friend who uh, loves the White Glacier as well. Robbie, my man. Uh, you'll probably be meeting Robbie at some point, um, as well as most of our other staff. Uh, this is a good segue just to to let you know kind of the format. Usually when Matt and I are done talking right about now, but we'll keep it going for this first one, we'll have uh, someone much more interesting 
and uh, potentially way more mature in to discuss music, the city, art, coffee, whatever. Maybe he's handsome. I don't know. We'll see. We'll That's see, we'll see. bar's <laughs> been set. Um, we're thinking, hello, Brian Blaker, that you might be our first guest. Um, I have to call you and ask you. Uh, but you manage a coffee shop. Um, as well as play in Swift Technique and a bunch of other groups, as well as your own. Um, and your main jam is the saxophone. Uh, so that's the kind of thing we want to do is just talk to people that are in Philadelphia, um, affiliated with our store or not, and see what's up. Um, so if you guys do know anyone that would be good, um, or anyone on tour that's coming through or anything, uh, feel free to hit us up and make any recommendations. Uh, but back to the story, if there is some, well, there is some, because we're here now and we're talking about... Yeah, there's a good, like, three, three years three of story. Years I mean, we can make this podcast <laughs> three long hours one. long. <laughs> <laughs> but so you started working here, and uh, and then the flea, yeah, I think that the Franklin flea is a, a vintage, kind of upcycled uh, antique market here in Philly um, that we work with and, and provide <laughs> some sound for, depending... And, um, and yeah, that was, I think was the first event where we were like, oh man, that's really beneficial if we do that, but we have the store and we need two people in the store to protect the four items of merchandise that we have for sale. <laughs> so we got to string that over <laughs> with one thing on a table and uh-huh. just hope he sells it. Yeah. I was like, oh sweet. I, st- I think I still have my notebook where I wrote in the back what I sold because we didn't have like a Shopify thing or whatever yet. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, oh, I just did like write a little notch, like yellow uke, <laughs> like little cricket, <laughs> crack, crack. And I sold like three things like, dude, I did it. <laughs> And that started it all, and here we go. Yeah, man, it was awesome. A little bit. Uh, then I think after that, oh wait, what, what was? Uh, Tao was the one who uh, said I should go on the trip with you, right? Like she yeah. was the one introduced, and, and like it was funny because I was like, like I said, I was like, I thought she just hated me because I played guitar all day, didn't buy anything, mm-hmm. and she was like, what about that Matt dude who walks in all the time? He seems nice. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, like really? freaking out, like oh my god, I got to go to Massachusetts, I got to do this, I got to <laughs> drive all around, I have to build like thirty workstations. What am I gonna do? Um, and yeah, she was just like, "What about uh, that Mac guy?" That she doesn't sound like that. Um, she was just like, "What about that Mac guy?" Hello, what about that Mac guy? <laughs> It'll be a great interview with Tal. Thoroughly surprised by her AKA real voice. AKA Tina. <laughs> AKA Tina. Yes, we'll, we'll get um, into that when Tina comes on board. But that we need to keep that top secret Starbucks, uh-huh. Tina. No. Um, <laughs> and in any case, <laughs> so so now Matt's here uh, all the time, including right now on his day off to record this lovely podcast and you should come hang out with him yeah please come strum a little uke or something play some didgeridoo i'll teach you something i don't know i am at we might have you back on one of these days to uh just play didge for the whole podcast sup my name's matt (laughs) (laughs) so how did you get into the didge real quick we'll we'll save this for later but real quick it was actually after that uh first what was that the first trip we did? And we got uh, and I got a little chunk of money, and I was like, "Oh, sweet! What can I buy?" Because I was like, "I need a bunch of like extra instruments." And I saw a dig, and it was like relatively cheap. And I was, oh, "What the hell is this?" I've always seen it, but like it never really made like a distinction to me. Like I should just go do that. Mm-hmm. And I played it, and I made the drone note just like Bleh, like real quick. And it was like, "Yeah, that, I got to do that. That's got to happen." And it just from there on, it just really happened. Like as soon as I played it, I was like, "I got to learn how to play it." Very That's nice. been a lot of fun. Nice, yeah, dude. So, more about the store. Like, why did you even get didgeridoos in? It's a pretty odd thing to get. We got didgeridoos in. Um, this may have been another towel decision of of just kind of browsing everything that was available. 
Um, I forget if we had electric guitars still at that point or not. Um, but we, we decided, we made a conscious decision to cut electrics for a couple of reasons. Um, most of our neighbors at our music stores have primarily electrics. Um, we sell all new stuff. And uh, in our experience from talking to people, most people seem to be looking to spend about three to four hundred dollars on a used fender. Mm. Um, and, and that was like the top request. Um, and we had G&L guitars in here, which are amazing and, and actually um, the, in the fender name. Um, but we were we kind of then made this unspoken rule that I'm now speaking of and have spoken of ever since it was unspoken that mm. we we just want to show people and, and encourage people. Um, and give a home to people that um, don't need the electric guitar for making music. So we kind of thought that would be a cool um, um, kind of addition by subtraction. So if we take that out of the equation, you know, we have the acoustic guitar still, uh, but what other instruments are there in general? Um, and yeah, where can you break away and just kind of make a new path, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and so the didgeridoo is something like that where... It was like, okay, let's get a couple in. And <laughs> we got a couple in. Yeah. And then a couple sold. I'm like, all right, we'll get a couple more in. And then they sold. And then uh, at some point, we were able to purchase like the um, display for it. And they just kept selling. And, and it was one of those things that um, people really embraced, just like the, the ukulele, which has kind of become our, our thing and what helped us get to this point. Um, but it was a lot of people that just wanted something and yeah it is affordable they're you know 30 to to 50 bucks some of the ones we have um and a lot of people that studied abroad in australia that's like the number one comment is oh you know i studied abroad here i didn't learn it there i should have or i did i I should have got it no but now i'm here damn it so yeah so so it just really took off um (coughs) from there and and now that matt's here with us um and able to play he's kind of created uh, a community of that, that that's being built out, um, which the uh, Philly DigiLife is uh, yeah. is Matthew here, and they meet Instagram here. Instagram Philly DigiLife. <laughs> um, they meet here the last Sunday of every month at six p.m. Um, and and we also do do something with what we call Ukulele Night, the South Street Ukulele Club. Uh, that's the second Thursday at eight p.m. Uh, and then the first Tuesday is the Secret Synth Society of Philadelphia. Um, so those three things actually kind of are are like our main lightning rods for for the community, and and they've become these monthly events. Um, so the synth night, um, it is that that first Tuesday. And that's usually like 8.30 to about 10.30, 11. And a bunch of people just come hang out and mm-hmm. beep and bop and boop and bleep and bleep. Play some Tom Petty. <laughs> yeah, we might have to. Free falling <laughs> There's down. no Tom Petty. Got my nights mixed up. There's too many good nights, man. There's <laughs> so many good nights. Um, you might find some Tom Petty at the South Street Ukulele Club. You night. might, yeah. Uh, that one Matt takes takes part in with with Frankie our ukulele. And, that's when we bring our teacher. sense to, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's what I think. It's kind of like Iceland and Greenland. <laughs> yeah. Gotta keep everyone honest. <laughs> it's a really big secret. <laughs> um, and and then back to uh, to the Dig Night. So those those are our three events, and that kind of encapsulates the store. 
Uh, you got the ukuleles slash acoustic instruments. You got mm. your synthesizers and electronics and things. Uh, and then you got your didgeridoos. And like uh, tribal drums, like djembes and whatnot. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, and and Frankie also has been making flutes. Um, he's been able to, to do some custom work um, with, you know, being very creative with the scales and the layout of, of the flutes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything's kind of just been building. Um, but yeah, the, the store itself, since I know you were just about to ask me. I know. <laughs> I, I was. I was waiting for you to finish up, man. I just want to hear that story. Mm. Well, yeah, I'll beat you to it. I was going to say, how did the store like all set up and get running? Um, uh, the quick and dirty on like the background background, uh, I travel the and traveled uh, the country installing music labs for Soundtree, which is uh, the education division of Korg uh, mm. USA. And um, and they were kind of relaying out um, their operations and approached me to start my own company to still fulfill their installations. Um, and I said yes and, and got the contract. And, uh, and that's what led, you know, eventually to our, our trip we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, but I used to be an employee of theirs, uh, until I was not and just split off and, and then we started working together like that. Um, and then Tao and I were trying to figure out um, what we could do to complement uh, the Soundtree gig that I had. Um, Open up a pizza store. <laughs> or Which I wanted to do so bad. <laughs> but as we were talking and walking around... She doesn't like pepperoni. Um, pineapple, though. <laughs> Pineapple's good, Pineapple though. on everything, <laughs> including... Pizza. In, in any case, um, yeah. <laughs> we were walking around uh, the art museum uh, just talking about, yeah, what, what would we want to do? And basically the question, at least that sticks out in my mind, um, was, hey, if, if we wanted to learn music at that time, I would have, or I, we'll just say mid-20s, um, without being exact, you know, where would we want to go as people in our mid-20s to learn music? Um, as as two people that are super into music, um, but not talented or all <laughs> <laughs> or um, say that <laughs> not, not experienced. <laughs> there I you go. Say. Okay. Um, yeah. And and so that's what spawned this was okay. Let's make a place where um, you know the original original idea was producers can come um, rent out one of a few rooms and just do some recording, mixing, editing, and whatnot. Um, and then we were like, oh, we know, we have all these friends that are music teachers other places, you know, maybe they'd be interested in teaching at our place as well. Um, and and then it very quickly, as soon as we opened our doors, was like, yeah, we want to take lessons, but hey, you guys are on like one of the busiest streets in the city. Yeah. We want to buy stuff, and you guys don't have any stuff, uh, <laughs> but I love your floor, and I love the way it smells. I love your floor, <laughs> I love the way it smells, and you got a cute face. And that was pretty much it, and good luck. Uh, I'd give you money if you had something for me to give you money <laughs> for. Do you want to buy the floor? <laughs> so I hope you you last. Um, and the floor was something that we we laid ourselves, so all that, that hard work paid off. Um but that's that's how this place came to be, and that's what its intention is. So it's kind of cool that uh, we're sitting here together, um, mm-hmm. because you're actually someone that you know went from just coming in, like you were saying, to going on the job, doing the school thing with me, like I was just describing, to working mm-hmm. the register here at the store, um, and in between all that, you took lessons from some of our teachers, and you actually 
mm-hmm. went through that experience in the education side of it. Yeah, some vocals, guitar. I think I think that's all I took, but I took like multiple vocal lessons. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, and I, I remember I didn't pay you a certain amount of your check because we just applied them to lessons. <laughs> yeah, I was, it was like, like, this is just a great that. deal. Let's <laughs> just use that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all I learned. And it sounds beautiful. It sounds like you haven't practiced one <laughs> second. So kids, if you want to learn how to sing, don't listen to the previous 30 seconds and go to our website, bridgesetsound.com. Start fresh. You're good. <laughs> and and sign up. But um, no, I want to just hear quickly um, what, that, what the lessons did uh, for you personally. For me... Uh... I mean, before you go into lessons, like, obviously you have your own set of, like, rules in your head. Like, oh, I'm going to sing like this. I'm going to play guitar like that. I'm going to learn like this way. Pretty much what they do is kind of break it down where you kind of rethink everything you think about music. You're like, oh, wow, I can just stand up straight. It's really just posture and just, like, thinking of these little things that you're just, like, you're all huddled over in your dark cave room trying to record stuff with a bunch of reverb on it and you can't sing right. And you're like, why can't I? Because <laughs> like, you got to stand up and you got to, like, know what you're doing. Like, oh, okay. <sighs> Let your belly hang out, breathe. Do that was, that was, I just took my first voice lesson, and that was my favorite part yeah. of the lesson was I'm supposed to stick my gut out when I breathe. Yeah. I'm supposed to stick <laughs> my gut out when I breathe. This is beautiful. Yeah, when you play music, you're supposed to feel good, literally. And it's just like, oh, that can just happen. I didn't realize that. It kind of blew my mind a little bit. Nice. Yeah, that's nice. probably the biggest thing I took away from it. I mean, aside from all, like, the mommy singing. mo's and the... the the mommy mommy mo 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 <laughs> all the good stuff. Very nice. Yeah, it took some uh, took some good time, man. Good. Yeah. So, do you remember about um, as someone that could sing already um and and sound good, um, just in that, <clears throat> do you remember about how many lessons it took? Um, did you feel something like where you improved immediately? Um. I'd say by the third lesson, I was like a different singer. You know, like the first, the first one, obviously, you get your information, but it hasn't really sunk in yet. Mm-hmm. The second week, you go back, you refresh it. And the third week, almost by the end of the month, you're just like, oh, okay. I'm like 50% better than I was before just because of these little things like, oh, stand up, blah, 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 this and that. And just like then it's just practice from there on out. Did you find it to, uh, to be addicting as far as when you left the lesson and... Mm-hmm. And yeah. just when, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't. You go home and you're like, dude, I sound great, man. This is sweet. Yeah. Then you got to keep with the practice and drink water and not do all that. Yeah. All practice. Like, practice. You just don't do it. Just don't <laughs> practice. You'd be all right. That's <laughs> <laughs> nah, good. What about your lesson, man? How'd you feel about it? It was. By the lovely Miss Lauren Kriegel. Kriegel. It was amazing. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Who we're, we're definitely planning on having her on here so she can, um, I guess refute everything we're going to say about her now but um no it was, it was amazing she is amazing and now i see um you know someone that owns the place and and maybe is sitting at the register as people come and go and when they're due um they pay and i take it and swipe the card and like okay cool you know see you next week and it, it's like okay this is great you know this is working this is what we wanted it looks like they had a lot of fun and then going in there and being mm. on the other end of that it was just it was very eye opening for me, um, especially because I essentially was told not to sing um, or not to continue to take singing lessons, at least by two different teachers um, 
back back in the day, maybe in my high school days. That's why I don't pay them anymore. <laughs> and <laughs> and so it just got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm 30 now. I think I'm done going through puberty. So if there's an opportunity to really craft my voice, uh, this this might be it. And just going in there, and it, it really is the first thing we did was stretched, and then the breathing. Mm-hmm. And I was hooked really at at that breathing when she was like, let the stomach fly out, fill your lungs, exhale like this, and and just doing that was like whoa. Yeah, like how many times on like a daily basis do you go to your job or like you go anywhere and someone says just let your like just let your gut hang, just chill. <laughs> like that doesn't happen. Like that's no. a, that's a key component to like living in yeah. general. Just to like oh I can breathe, I can feel my body. And yes. and just applying that, I remember. Um, we went for, for the Lunar New Year to Chinatown, which um, from here is about a 20-minute walk. Um, and on the walk back in particular, I was just kind of thinking about my lesson and, and how to breathe and, you know, caught myself just kind of not being cognizant of how I was operating. And then, you know, oh, I'm breathing in my nose and out of my mouth and my timing is all off of my walking and I'm just like sober stumbling around. It's like kind of what it feels like once, once you're like, wait a second, I'm going to breathe this way Mm. and, and straighten my back and, you know, walk and, and breathe. And, and all of a sudden I'm like walking even faster than I already walk. Mm -hmm. And, and it just felt really, really good. Um, and, and then even then I was just like, I can't wait until, this gets next better lesson. until I do like, it again. Like, yeah. sick, dude. Yeah, and, and like, reservations really, like, fell right away also. Um, and, and knowing that I don't sound that great, you know, as far as tone goes, and, and even getting used to matching pitch. Um, but even just by the end of that lesson and, and working through it, you, like, there's just immediate improvement. And, uh, which is great because now, like, it's definitely you know, even more motivating um, to just keep doing this and just keep going, knowing how good it feels. And, and now understanding why those people come to the register and just willingly give us money to come here, you know, after they've had a long day um, at work uh, because it just feels feels good. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's that's this whole thing. That's music. That's, that's you know, each other. Um, that's life. And, and so that's... I think what we've been creating, and thank you also for for contributing to that. I think we've got a good thing going. Yeah, dog. Dog. <laughs> it's cool that people come here if they uh they can just be like, "Yo, bro, I just want to relax. I want to learn some stuff. I want to like take off from like the rest of my day there, and I just want to kind of come in here. I want to learn how to sing. I want to play guitar. Like so many like lawyers and doctors and like different kinds of people just come in, and you're just like, wow, I don't think I'd ever meet you otherwise. Yeah, and they're really cool people. It's yeah, great. this where we're located here in Philly is on on South Street, seven ten South, um, and and we are flanked <coughs> by uh, very you know well off neighborhoods, amazing people, um, and and so we do have a cool clientele of of as Matt was just saying, like lawyers and and doctors and and people that you know have maybe a high intensity job that. Mm-hmm. On their walk home, or like, you know what? I for a half hour, I want to play piano with this dude, and just a lot of them too don't even care if they improve or not, and they say, "Ah, whether I learned something or not is fine." <clears throat> you know, this this is you know, I went to the gym and and I was mm-hmm. just too tired. 
Um, I would go to the bar, but then I didn't really want to drink after a day like that. And, and this just fit perfectly into kind of what, what they wanted to do between uh, home and work. Mm-hmm. Everyone walks in. They undo their tie a little bit. Like, wait, what the one dude? He got a politician in here. Great dude. Yeah, yeah. He walks in. He walks around the shop. He just like he sees like all standing up straight. He's still like still high intensity mode from his job. But then I walk around like look at the sense like touch a uke and go. The tie comes off and it goes loosens up. Yeah, he's like, all right, cool. And he puts his stuff down, just hangs down on his phone, and he's like chilling. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 really you know. Just getting to to see strangers that become acquaintances or, or friends and and eventually employees, um, mm-hmm. like we have here, uh, is just a beautiful thing. That's my um, main moose right there. That is the moose. <laughs> and there may be a lot of jokes uh, over the course of this podcast that you do not understand, um, and that's really just the consequence of of Our Bones lives. and I here being <laughs> in a room together. We love cheese with no one to stop us. Yeah, if you come by at the right time. Uh, you may not be able to pay for any products because our fingers and register will be covered in cheese. Blue cheese. We have some of that Summerdale champagne. We got some of that black pepper stuff on the that, outside. That black pepper stuff is the best. I don't yeah. even know what kind of cheese it is. The Gruyere. That was good too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Whole Foods. Thanks. Yeah. Cheese. Not sponsored by them, but we, we eat all your cheese. <laughs> They're great. They they gave me great cheese. Uh, we got some seltzer. And we got a bunch of instruments. So if you like cheese, seltzer, mm-hmm. instruments, um, or if you like none of those things, but you just like talking to someone else, then I think you should come in. Dude, come in and talk to me, baby. <laughs> come see him. Come see him. Come see me. Come see him. Come now. see Tal. Yeah. Come see a bunch of guitars, synths uh-huh. and whatnot. Uh, I think this is probably about the point where we should wrap up. We have no idea how long this is. Um, but again, just to let you know, normally we'll just give you a, a little quick and sassy before we have like a guest on uh, to talk That's to. That's the name of the podcast, Quick, quick and, and Sassy. sassy. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. This has been episode one of Quick and Sassy. <laughs> mm, how you doing? <laughs> uh, this will be released sometime in February. Goodness, me, oh um, and the next one coming in March. Uh, so thanks for listening. And uh, hopefully you listen to the next one. You! Thanks, guys.